2: Business fourteen forty KYCR
0: Golden Valley, a service of Salem Media Group, streaming worldwide at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. dot com.
3: With S R N News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Texas and Florida have both clamped down on things like bars. America's biggest retreat has uh, retreat yet as the nation's uh, daily number of confirmed coronavirus cases rose to an all time high. Of 45,300 in Florida, Miami-Dade County announced beaches would be closed for the 4th of July weekend. A big uh, problem for businesses there. And Texas Governor Greg Abbott closed bars and scaled back restaurant capacity as the second largest state set uh, records for cases and hospitalizations. President Trump has signed an executive order now to protect monuments, memorials, and statues. The president had promised the order earlier this week after police thwarted an attempt by protesters to pull down a statue of Andrew Jackson in a park right across from the White House. On Wall Street Friday, the Dow was way off, down 730 points. This is SRN News.
4: Relief factor.
3: Effective pain
4: relief that really, really works. How do I know that? I don't have a script. I don't have talking points. I live it. I've been taking it for a year and a half. I had a lower back pain issue that had been plaguing me for nine years, almost a decade. I took relief factor for two months. Weeks, Yes, two weeks, and my pain was gone, and it's still gone. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking Relief Factor right now. Don't take my word for it. See their incredible video testimonials at relieffactor.com.
5: If your house needs new windows, you may be justifiably concerned about the upcoming parade of three-hour window presentations. High pressure, high priced, and all say they have the only window in the world that is right for you. Well this year, do the opposite. I'm Ryan with My3Quotes, the one-of-a-kind free service that's the exact opposite of the typical window buying experience. First of all, I'm respectful of everyone's time. In less than an hour at your house, I'll have all the info I need to email you installed quotes on any window brand from multiple local contractors. Secondly, we find the best options based on your needs in your house. Whether it's Marvin, Anderson, or local vinyl brands, I know where to get you the best prices and quality. Thirdly, zero pressure, guaranteed. You move at your pace, and I'm always available to provide more options or meet you at showrooms until you're confident moving forward. When that time comes, I'll write up the order and do a walkthrough inspection when it's done. And did I mention I have the same free process for siding and roofing? Visit My3Quotes online to set up a free appointment. That's the number three Three My3Quotes.
1: The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management.
2: The Wall Street Business Network is on the air. We're not looking at noise. This
6: thing that we live in starves people. Don't hit me
2: with them negative waves so early in the morning. It's the King Banyan Show.
6: Life in capitalism always ends in billionaires. It's true, it's true.
2: As an educator and former legislator, Professor Banyan steps out of the classroom and onto the airwaves to break down the local and national economic news that matters to you.
6: No one ever makes a billion dollars. You take a billion dollars. Why don't you say something
7: righteous and hopeful for a change?
6: The government is the public, and the public decides what is good for itself. Why
2: don't you
7: dig
6: how
2: beautiful it is out here? It's the King Banyan Show on Business
6: 1440. Now
2: go do that voodoo that you do. Here's King Banyan. Good
8: morning and welcome, King Banyan Show. Why, does it feel like summer to you now? Oh, clear sky. Probably going to hit the 80s, high 80s this weekend, but not with a whole lot of humidity. I'll tell you what, if you're the kind of person that's always been complaining about uh, winter weather, um, we actually had the talk this morning at the breakfast table to say, you know what? we could stand for this to be a little bit longer than it's going to be. We're already thinking about the fact that September isn't that far away. June has almost already come to an end in my world uh, where we've got uh, faculty uh, beginning to think about the fact that they're going to be back here uh, in uh, less than two months, uh, that the, that in their world, half the summer is already gone. Um, That, It's that moment it happens every 4th of July it's part of the academic pace of things is that 4th of July is a moment of panic in the academics life because they realize summer is more than half over all the projects they said well I could do that I'm going to get to that but uh, it's really a nice day out I think I'm going to go go out to the park or I'm going to go for a bike ride or something like that Um, they now recognize that those days are fewer than they were before and a little more um, and 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 therefore wanting to get back to our offices. We're gonna be we're gonna be here. Uh our plan uh, it since uh, the coronavirus is uh clearly on everybody's mind. We're not starting early here. We're starting at we're starting at the time we usually start. We expect to be here throughout the semester. Um uh, we got a lot of students that are gonna to want to take their classes purely online. We got faculty that Frankly, we're going to need to have teach online because they have health issues. We will plan as best we can plan. But we're expecting to be able to teach a full range of classes in very different rooms. <laughs> okay. Um, my office that I'm sitting in right now is a pretty decent sized office. I work as dean of the School of Public Affairs here at St. Cloud State. And as a dean's office goes, it's a good size one. It's not huge, but it's a good size one. I have a small conference table here, or I should say, I had a good, sm- a good conference table in here. We're pulling it out because we can't sit people around the conference table. So I'm only going to have a single chair here. My classrooms that normally hold 40 to 50 students have about 12 to 14 students. I only mention these things because I was talking with uh, Wyatt before the show about about uh, whether or not there would be a baseball season. Now, of course, they've decided, or I should say, not they, it's actually Rob Manfred, who represents the owners as the commissioner of baseball. Um, I know he's supposed to represent everybody, but let's be honest. He represents the owners. Um, All commissioners do. Has announced 60 games. Here's what we're going to do. And... They still, I still don't think I know where all of the games are going to be played because different cities may and different states may have different views about whether or not there are going to be fans or not fans. If you are in Texas right now, and particularly if you're, you're the mayor of Houston, do you think you're really going to play games? I mean, they shouldn't play games anyways because they're cheaters, but... That, that that's a whole that's a whole another matter but i you know i as i think about the shape of the recovery generally i think of what's happening with baseball and with basketball the nbas says their first games going to be on july 30th and they're going to have a seeding tournament that's going to run in through about the middle of august and they might have to have a mini-playoff to decide the eighth seeds in both conferences, and then they'll do a full-blown playoff structure. So Wyatt, who is, of course, um, himself a college athlete, uh, uh, baseball, and and a baseball fan, and I found out today, he tells me he has a podcast. Hmm. How come I didn't know that before?
1: You know, King, uh, I guess that one probably is on me. I guess it's just never come up. It's never come up till now. Wyatt has a podcast. Take a second. Promote
8: it, for heaven's sake.
1: Yeah, it's the Weekly Wyatt Experience. You can find it on Apple Podcasts as well as Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts. Basically, just talking all things sports. So, not economics by any means, but if you (laughs) like sports, it's the podcast for you. Try to do an episode a week, about 30 minutes long. The latest one was pretty much on this baseball getting up and running and the logistics behind it.
8: Yeah. So Wyatt, stay on the line for a minute. Stay on, the, stay on your mic for a minute because I, I I went and looked during the break uh, before the or just before the show start looking for current odds uh, at sportsbook sportsbetting.ag, which is a which is an off which is an offshore sportsbook. A, the AG stands for Argentina. Uh, I don't think it means Argentina. I think it actually means like uh, Antigua, or someplace in the Caribbean. Okay, a place where online betting is allowed. Okay, and I do not, I do not have an account here. I don't know. I don't, I've never placed a bet at sportsbetting.ag. But I went to look for the odds on various teams, but also there had been, and I can't find it anymore, odds on whether or not the season will happen. What do you think was the last known probability that I can find evidence of of whether
1: or not even the 60 game season will happen? Um 60 games in particular or just any kind of a season at all? Any kind of
8: a season that results in in a championship.
1: Something like 100 to 1, 50 to 1 somewhere in that range? So you think you think it's
8: it's 98 to 99% likely that we will have a champion
1: named sometime at the end of October. I would say almost, like looking back on this a couple weeks ago, I would say almost the other way around. I'm saying that there probably were odds saying that we wouldn't have a season with the way the discussions were going.
8: Okay. On June 1, you could get a bet that would have, that if you bet the way you just thought, you could get two to one odds. You could have bet a hundred dollars to win two hundred dollars that the season would not happen on June first, when when it seemed like the players and the owners were throwing eggs at each other daily, hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, you could. So, I treat betting, and this is my economics point here. I treat betting as people putting real money and bringing real real thought into whether or not on events. Okay, by my view on lots of things and people who work with me regularly know that one of my favorite phrases is, is would you bet on that? Okay. Sometimes they'll look at me like I'm actually offering them the opportunity to wager money with me. Frequently I'm not. Um, although occasionally, I've been known occasionally to make a bet on something, um, including sports. Uh, but what I, what I'm trying to get them to do is say, Think in terms of the probabilities. What's the probability that the baseball season will come off? What is the probability that the basketball season will come off? They're extraordinarily different, right? The NBA is going to play in a bubble. You know, they've now just yesterday finalized the agreement with um, the ESPN uh, complex down in Orlando, and uh, they're going to have three arenas running pretty much nonstop. Uh, for about five weeks until they get down to the uh, conference semis. Then they don't have to play quite as many games. But uh, they're going to be going full out for a while. Uh, and and so you may, may actually have three games on. I, as a basketball junkie that I am, I'm a, I'm a pro basketball junkie. I've tempted to take two weeks vacation and just sit in front of the TV for two weeks, except it's August and it's beautiful, and I don't really want to do that, but... If they had done this in, in April, he, he, I probably would have. I, I probably would have just camped out in front of the TV and said, said just bring my dinners downstairs. I don't care. I'm just going to hang out here. Um, I think the baseball, I think that if I could right now, given what we see in the data on, on COVID cases, not COVID deaths, COVID deaths still going down, but COVID cases going up, in lots of reports, particularly particularly interestingly, I, I don't know if you notice this, Wyatt, but it seems like it's more front offices that are having issues in baseball with with positive corona tests yeah. than than uh, the players themselves.
1: Yeah, at this um, point in time, at least.
8: At this point in time, but suppose a team can't be suppose you know they they've expanded the rosters to have sixty people available to them, right? Although, they're going to play, what's the active roster rules? You you probably know this.
1: Um, 40 is typically what the active roster is going to be for this upcoming season, at least what I've heard. Normally, it's 25, uh, but but like you said, I think it's up to 40 now for this upcoming season.
8: For a while, and I think they actually have to whittle it down as they get closer to the end of the season, I think. Uh, although you can move people on and off that ro- you know, just like always with a forty-person roster, you mm-hmm. can always, forty-man roster. They're not women on baseball teams. On the forty-man roster, you can move people off, on, and off the active. You know who gets to sit in the dugout. You can you can change that right pretty regularly. But my point here is not to do a, a, a full-blown talk about baseball, but to say. I think that watching the baseball and basketball stories, if you, know, if you want to know what it's like to think about running a restaurant or a theater or a university, watching how the sports leagues and their, and their players associations are working through the issues of how to do a start of their, of their games, at which both sides have millions, in, in terms of some of the owners, billions of dollars at stake, it's a good lesson. I think it's worth watching that. Even if you don't watch a single game, watching how they work out how to present a spectator sport is, is really, really interesting. I, to say, I really wish I could teach a class in sports economics right now. Every faculty member starts a class by saying, it's a really time to learn whatever is the subject of that class is. Okay? It is, it is boilerplate in the first lecture of every faculty member in every program around the world, <laughs> right? We all do it. But, man, oh, man, if I had to pick one, I mean, more than doing macro, which is what we'll do next after this uh, here on the show, more than macro, if I was teaching sports economics right now, getting people to think about what's it like to put on an event where you need two, you need, think about it, you need two teams in team sports or two, a group of individuals if you're watching the pga or tennis uh which is a tremendously safe sport you know as far you know in terms of the ability of players to catch covid from each other you've got a big court that's but that's between you and even when both players are at the net they're six feet um it is a very safe you know but to think about not having fans and such what an interesting way to think about how the world is, op- world is operating right now. To think about it through that lens is what fascinates me about watching sports right now. We'll be back after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Mm-hmm.
0: Limitless access to business and investment strategy. Listen to Business 1440 with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart. Tune in and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities and invest worldwide. As the will of the students goes, so goes the will of the nation. This is a central theme in the new movie, Return to the Hiding Place. The film about Corrie Ten Boom and her secret army of teenagers' heroic efforts to hide and save Jews from the Nazis during World War II. Corrie's story was made famous by her book and original movie produced by the Billy Graham Association. Now, 45 years later, comes Return to the Hiding Place. The untold behind-the-scenes true story of Corey's secret army of student-teenagers' efforts to rescue Jewish people. Told by Hans Poley, one of Corey's teens of the resistance, Return to the Hiding Place is an action-packed film of the Dutch underground's true, breathtaking rescue of an entire orphanage of Jewish children. Return to the Hiding Place, starring John Rhys-Davis. Watch this captivating movie tonight with your older children at SalemNow.com and save 20% with promo code MINNEAPOLIS. Return to The Hiding Place at SalemNow.com, promo code MINNEAPOLIS. Due to historical content, might not be suitable for younger audiences.
2: American Pressure. Spray it.
8: Don't say it. Vital Oxide is a great product American Pressure offers. What is Vital Oxide, you ask? It's an EPA list and certified disinfectant, also safe for no rinse on food surfaces. It's great against odors and will disinfect and sanitize against COVID-19. Plenty in stock. Order on our website at AmericanPressure.com. That's AmericanPressure.com. Get an $8,025 high-efficiency
0: gas furnace for just $4,012 through this special offer from Blue Ox Heating and Air in this station. There's just one half-off furnace. Go to this station's website, click on the half-off home makeover banner, or call the station now.
1: Roll!
8: Welcome back, King Banyan Show. Business
9: 1440.
8: Second hour today. I've decided I'm going to use a bunch of clips from a couple of uh, pieces you hear. uh, During the week here, you get a lot of Bloomberg radio. uh, And um, I fully confess here on Business 1440, I am a Bloomberg addict. Um, Absolutely addicted to Bloomberg. And um, they had they had two fantastic interviews one of them of course uh you know that uh that uh i'm uh, i'm a big fan of uh, jim bullard he's an advisor to this to the school of public affairs here at SESU. uh he's on our advisory council uh and we have some of him but then uh, uh bill dudley retired from the as president of the new york fed was on as well and the and the juxtaposition of those two would you say is really really interesting we're gonna to get to that and in the process of that i want to tell you a, a few thoughts i have about about mmt modern monetary theory because i have thoughts i have opinions about it um and we'll get to we'll get to that during the second hour we were just talking about the fact that it's it's really interesting think think about uh, the baseball season or the basketball season? Will they happen? Will there be a championship named? Um, the reason I bring that up is, as you looked at the, the data of the week, and I, I'll, I'll run you, th- let me run you through just a little bit of it. Because honest to goodness, in terms of getting news, positive news about the economy, it didn't get a whole lot better than this which is why I think you're hearing so much about positive case growth for COVID because there are folks who want to talk negatively at all times about, about the economy, about the country, about government, about that, about all of that. And I'm not here to talk politics. Okay. We've got, we got my friends, Brad and Mitch over on the Northern Alliance radio network on our sister station, AM 1280, the Patriot, if you want some of that they'll serve it up to you red meat this isn't me okay do i have opinions about that stuff i do but you're listening to business 1440 and i put the emphasis on business and economics here we don't we don't do the other stuff but the reason why you're hearing so much about things other than than the the great this new great recession is We're in that first phase of what I what I called last week the check mark, or I've seen now another lovely uh, 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 metaphor, the reverse radical. All right. So someone might say, "What is a reverse radical?" All right. If you have a, you can do it in your head, or if you're sitting with a with a pencil nearby, draw write down the number two and then make it the square root of two now that symbol you made around the two is the radical that's what that's what the math people tell you it is okay it's a radical now take that and turn it upside turn it uh, backwards so that you're looking maybe you need to hold the piece of paper up against the window to see it through from the other side but look for, through the other side of the paper that's the shape the economy was going eh, okay we were growing the economy was probably growing pretty near its peak rate it was doing really well there wasn't a lot of slack in the economy given the level of unemployment and so forth then you get this big whoop down and then you come back up but not all the way, and then it flattens out, right? So if I draw it, if I write down the number 2, and then I say, let me write down the square the square root of 2. Okay, yes, you can do the exponent and put 1 half as the exponent, you, or 0.5. All right, all right, Mr. Fancy Pants, I hear you. But if you do it the old-fashioned way, the way folks my age would have been told to do it by uh, our teachers, it kind of looks like that. It looks like a check mark with a with a lay, with a an extension over the number. That's what we have right now. We are in we're in the up phase of that reverse radical. And and the numbers this week basically confirm that. Okay. Spending okay, the spending numbers came through with uh, up 8.2% month over month after a 12.6% drop in April, a 6.6% fall in March. That's about where we expected it to be. And the good side, the the, the purchase of goods versus the purchase of services, which dropped a lot. Of goods, we're up 14%. So down 12, down 12 more down 12 of, the, 12 of the 88, so it's actually, a, it's actually more than 24%. It's closer to 26. We got back more than half of that just in the month of May. On the other hand, you might have seen, hey, personal income fell in May. Well, of course it did, because you're not getting another stimulus check in May as you did in April, and that's what counts against it. So wages were up 3.7% month over month. Paychecks are beginning to turn back on. And that, that looks that looks good. Core durable goods orders up two point three percent in month over month after down six and a half percent in April. Okay. New home sales, uh contract signings, a little above the expectation at six hundred and seventy-six thousand. And that actually puts us that actually puts us at not too far off the twelve month average of six ninety-three to say thinking i was listening just a little bit to real estate chalk talk during the previous hour here on business 1440 they're right they're just as busy as they were before this does not seem to have done much paid much of a dent in terms of the purchase of new homes and the manufacture some of the manufacturing indices bounced back although i think on the manufacturing side the numbers were actually more negative than positive um the numbers, the numbers on the market June uh, market June U.S. manufacturing service PMIs were a little below expectations. Uh, everyone thought um, everyone thought uh, this was below fifty, the composite. But you know things are going maybe pretty well. The biggest issue I think for manufacturers right now is export markets still are in bad bad shape. U.S. exports of goods in May fell 5.8% month over month. Okay, so that's three straight months. Three straight months of decline in exports. Imports have been down for five months in a row. The volume of trade in the world has decreased markedly and continues. And that part continues. So no, the data was not entirely positive. The initial jobless claims numbers were a little bit... They were down... That's what you want, but we expect it to be down a little more than they were. Honestly, I, I heard David Bonson say this on one of his COVID and market podcasts, and I think this is absolutely true. The people forecasting, um, the people doing the forecast of weekly jobless claim numbers are probably using a statistical algorithm. I don't think it's much, I don't think those statistical algorithms are much better than a scientific wild guess. Um, they're just straight, straightforward extrapolations, um, tempered with just a little bit of information that you might get in terms of worn notices for layoffs. Okay. If you work your way through, if you lay off more than, I think it's 50 people from a business, you must provide 90 day notice to the department of labor. There are people who go through those, comb the information and figure out how many additional claims of unemployment insurance are likely to result from that particular WARN notice in that particular state. You will see people who do that. Um, I don't. Um, I don't do. I don't do a forecast of unemployment insurance claims because it, it, it is not altogether that important. I still believe. I still believe the biggest issue is the biggest thing to watch in those reports is continuing claims. They're now down below 20 million, okay? Off down from 20.29 million the week before. That number's coming down faster than people think, meaning that as the economy's reopening, more people are being called back to work and are in fact going back to work. One of the good things about that particular number is we're very concerned that that this extraordinary $600 a week top up to unemployment insurance was going to keep people from going back to work, was going to stop them. I don't know that that's happening as much as we thought. Okay, it certainly happens. It certainly, you know, and there's some share of our workforce that looks at that and tries to find a reason not to return to work. If you get a phone call that says, "Hey, I got to go back." you've got to go back to work now or we're, we're ready to reopen. There's a set of words that you can say apparently that will allow you to stay home and continue to collect the 600 even though you're you're being invited to come back to work at your old workplace. I don't know how many people are actually doing that. It's probably not as big a number as, it's certainly not 100%. I don't, I don't know what number it is, but there's a share of people who clearly are doing that but the numbers are coming down. I do think the next unemployment numbers will fall. I don't know that they're going to fall as much as we thought, though. We're going to play you some clips. What, what was the administration saying about the data this week? What do we think happening here? I'm going to give you some of that right after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440.
6: Drowning in IRS debt? If you can't afford to pay your IRS debt due to economic hardship, you can now be free of IRS collection efforts by taking advantage of a special IRS tax hardship program. This program allows Americans who owe the IRS to resolve their delinquent tax debt once and for all. In some cases, maybe even reducing what you owe significantly. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Simply dial 800-514-1026. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back or have years of unfiled tax returns, help is standing by. Just call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-514-1026 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your Social Security check. Call 800-514-1026 to see if you qualify. That's 800-514-1026.
1: Hi, this is Lee, and this is Matt from the Kingdom Builders. About 22 years ago, I remember doing my father's roof in Bloomington after a huge hailstorm had gone through. And now he just had me come out and take a look at his roof because he wants to make sure it's okay. 22 years old now. Most roofs in that time era were good for about 20, 25, maybe 30 years. So if you're looking to get an honest assessment on whether your 22-year-old roof is still good, give us a call.
0: Yeah, Lee, I remember that storm too. And as I drive around Burnsville, uh, Bloomington, the South Metro, I see all of these roofs that replaced back in 1998, and it may be time for an assessment for us to come out and let you know if you have a year or three left, or if now is a good time to get those shingles replaced. For an honest assessment on your roof or gutters, give us a call at 612-900-9166, or look us up on the web at thekingdombuilders.com. That's thekingdombuilders.com.
9: Social Security is with you through life's journey from birth to retirement. As your life changes year to year, so do your needs. For over 80 years, Social Security has helped to meet your needs and is committed to improving access to the services that make a difference in your life. Today, you can verify your earnings, estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, manage your benefits, and even change your address, all from the comfort of your home.
8: Welcome back to the Show. This is
6: 1440.
8: All right, this is interesting. I have to stop a second. Wyatt, yep. do you actually like this song, or is this just laying around the, uh, the machine?
1: Um, this was one I found actually in a previous playlist, so I can't take credit for adding this one into today's playlist. Oh, this could be a Ross
8: thing. Because, um, yeah, this could be a Ross thing. I actually have to say, on the list of songs I shouldn't like but do, that's on it. I don't understand why I like it. I just find I like it. <laughs> There's very little else by that artist that I I, I would probably say I'm a fan of but I like that song six, five, one, two, eight, nine, four, four, seven, seven, the number call with questions and comments, six, five, one, two, eight, nine, four, four, seven, seven. Um, uh, I'm just, I got to read you this tweet because it, it relates to, I can relate to it. And I'll respond to it, uh, on air, uh, from Don, regular listener. Um, a good, good correspondent of the show. Um, Ophthalmology report. Saw my doc in person yesterday. He is back at work and has a large surgical backlog that will take significant time to work off. Triaging by time criticality. Still waiting for his text to come back online to do testing. And he says this is a reason for a hashtag slow swoosh. I went yesterday morning, very early, to be sure that I was getting the office at its cleanest to my dentist. I have issues with hay fever that one of the complications from it is the amount of plaque that gets built up on my teeth is pretty substantial. So the normal two times a year for a teeth cleaning doesn't work for me. I have to go more often. I have obviously not gone during the the pandemic. My previous visit had been in January. So my teeth were kind of nasty. Uh, and so I said, you know what, I... You know, And I had a talk with my wife. They sent a letter saying, here are the steps we're taking to keep our office clean. We read it and said, yeah, okay, I think it's all right. And so we went and did it yesterday. They had a full staff. Indeed, you'll remember when we read you the jobs report last week. And by the way, jobs report comes out on Thursday this coming week. And I'm hoping to have, even though it will be on the 4th of July, I'm hoping to have for you, Though we'll probably do replay during the second hour. I'm hoping to have for you during the first o- hour a, um, a, a fresh fresh material jobs report. We're going to have to work out how it gets recorded. If I have to record it myself and ship it down, I will and let somebody hack it, hack it and pack it and get it ready for you to listen to. But uh, uh, I'm not this jobs report's too important for us to just skip. We cannot do that even though the fourth of july falls inconveniently on a saturday we're just not going to do that we won't leave you high and dry so we'll tape i don't know if it's going to be a third you know the first 30 minutes or the or the first hour we'll figure it out but we'll get something down so that you have some feedback about some response to that jobs report uh but you'll remember the may jobs report the largest sector subsector at a particular level of di- distinction to come back in may in the during the month of may was dental offices and it didn't even count my dental office which was closed until the second week of june they just came back two weeks ago yeah you're right i mean i yeah and my op my my uh, eye exams are six months overdue and and I have a couple issues there as well so I'll probably show up there don uh before much longer but uh uh we'll we'll certainly going to have to uh uh we're certainly going to have to uh, get get to this but that I mean it, it is a statement when these places reopen why I would go reverse radical rather than slow swoosh is this is going to be a rare day folks Wilbur Ross on the TV on Fox, on Fox Business yesterday says something I'm like, yeah, I've got to say, I kind of think I agree with that, even though I typically will disagree with just about everything Wilbur says. Let's play Wilbur Ross.
7: But the key thing, in my view, is consumer spending will continue to lead the recovery. It was up 8.8% in uh, the mon- most recent month an all-time record percentage increase, and that's being achieved despite the fact that consumer savings rates are enormously high. They averaged 17.7% for the first five months of this year, roughly double what they were last year, and in the most recent month, 20%. What that means is the consumer has plenty of dry powder to use to purchase things. So the only question is, when will that be unleashed, not whether.
8: That's the question that every, everybody is asking. Okay? Don decided to go get, go get his eyes looked at. I went to get, get a teeth cleaning. Okay? You know what? If you don't have a problem with your teeth, you probably wouldn't go. And I wouldn't blame you. If I didn't have a problem with my teeth, I wouldn't go. But I know if I let that go for a while, it does a lot of damage to my gums. And so I I decided to go ahead and take that take that risk, managed it in such a way. I was in and out of office in, in, in less than a half hour. I probably had my mask off for no more than 20 minutes. Um, but uh, they had special equipment so they could, they could use ultrasound to, to get that stuff off. That's why I think the sports analogies work for me. You have to sort of think about that. Personal savings rate in the numbers, right? Personal savings was $4.12 trillion in May. on That's an annualized basis. Personal outlays increased $989.9 billion in May. But the personal savings rate, which was 33% in April, was still 23.2% in May. So it's moving in the right direction. But Wilbur Ross is right. There's a lot of powder dry for now. For now. Over here on Bloomberg Radio, we had uh, Torsten Slock from Deutsche Bank. uh, And Torsten was talking talking about the fact that a lot of the money that's in that savings rate has been provided by the government. And we have reason to worry that that money might run out at some point in the future. Let's play uh, the first uh, cut by Slock, please. It is very
1: important in the sense that uh, the Congressional Budget Office at the moment forecasts that the unemployment rate by the end of this year will be more than 10%. So that means that, remember, the unemployment rate today is 13.3, and if we still have an unemployment rate by the end of this year that is anywhere around 10% points, that means that a lot of people will still not, be back in jobs and therefore will not have incomes and therefore we will need to have more income support similar to the income support that we saw through uh, most importantly higher unemployment benefits uh, through the last several months
8: and of course those payments run out the last checks that will go out with the extra six hundred dollars will happen in in uh, four weeks congress will come back from its its uh from its uh, uh, district period and and the Fourth of July holiday, and it will have approximately two and a half weeks to uh, get that worked out. Well, it can it can extend a little bit. it will probably extend into August. They'll probably fight up to the next break, and they won't get anything done after that, of course, because there'll then be an election season. I actually, if I could do if I could do the following. Because I mentioned m- some of my favorite words are "Do you want to bet?" I would bet on two things. One, there won't be a there won't be an additional six hundred an extension of the six hundred dollar benefit. They will do something different. There will be something passed, but there won't be that because they recognize that it probably has incentivized some share of those workers, though not as big as people are saying, but some share of those workers are in fact choosing not to come back and have figured out what words they can say to keep the checks coming. My view is it would make more sense if we would, instead of saying, you get 600 bucks to stay home, that after August, we might say, if you come back to your old job, We'll spend four we'll take four weeks of the six hundred dollars. We're gonna chop it maybe in half, maybe we'll give you two thirds, three hundred dollars, four hundred dollars a week for four weeks. We'll ease you off the unemployment insurance. Okay? But we're also gonna say you can't we're gonna take away your ability to sort of talk your way out of it unless you've got documented medical reasons for not returning to work. Um I could imagine something like that. So I don't think the six hundred I don't think in its current form the six hundred dollar checks will continue. I will say at the same time that if I could bet against SLOC, I would say you're probably gonna end up with you're end up gonna end up with an unemployment rate below ten percent by the end of December, not above. I think he's on the high side of that. Will it be in the nines? Yeah, probably. I don't think that's particularly good news for 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 the president indeed I'm gonna go ahead and play this clip even though it'll take us a little bit deep into the into the segment uh... Larry Kudlow was on and and I'm gonna actually play this twice Wyatt Uh, let's play Larry Kudlow on our way up because they're singing a song to sort of say why the economy is going to come back gangbusters which I believe is in fact politically motivated we'll talk about that we'll talk about that in a moment let's play this first
10: I do I mean look a whole variety of indicators Uh, including jobs and employment. Retail sales is a blowout. One after another, uh, housing demand is very strong. Uh, Traveling with the Apple Mobility Index is very strong. New business uh, applications, very strong. Actually, business opening now, uh, small business, uh, almost 80 percent have reopened one way or another. There's a Uh, Shipping, trucking, I notice, on some of the private sector surveys. So, yeah, I I think you can see the V right now. And I think once we get into the summer months and the third quarter data, we'll probably be looking at a 20 percent growth snapback in Q3 and Q4 and hopefully something like 5 percent in the first quarter of next year. Which, Maria, the reason I mentioned that, that would get us back to the peak of uh, the economy in late 2019. So it won't take five or six years. Wow.
8: She's right. Wow. That forecast has is that is the sound of Larry Kudlow getting a little over his skis. We'll talk about why right after this. King Banyan Show, Business 1440.
9: I reach for a peach, slide a ride down behind a in
4: Business fourteen forty is KYCR Golden Valley. Relief factor, effective pain relief that really, really works. How do I know that? I don't have a script. I don't have talking points. I live it. I've been taking it for a year and a half. I had a lower back pain issue that had been plaguing me for nine years, almost a decade. I took relief factor for two Weeks, Yes, two weeks and my pain was gone and it's still gone. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking Relief Factor right now. Don't take my word for it. See their incredible video testimonials at relieffactor.com.
6: I can't believe we have to make this commercial.
4: It's ridiculous.
6: You'll think it's ridiculous too. Listen to this.
2: This commercial is about, well, it's about parents being rude at high school athletic events.
6: Ridiculous, right?
2: It gets worse. Studies show more than 75% of new high school officials are quitting because of bad adult behavior.
6: So now there's a shortage of refs here in Minnesota. In almost all sports.
2: No officials means no more games.
6: Is that what you want for us?
2: Come on, parents.
6: It's time to grow up.
2: Cheer for your team.
6: Be proud of your children.
2: But stop being so ridiculous.
6: And don't make us run another commercial.
4: Because we will. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. Reminding you to always practice good sportsmanship.
1: If you could build the world's greatest radio station, where would you start? We'd begin by creating a live station that's able to provide breaking news updates. Then we'd install some of today's top political voices behind the mic. Finally, we'd craft a convenient way to listen with a specialized mobile app. No, it's not a work in progress. It's on the air now. AM 1280 The Patriot. Intelligent radio. Online at am1280thepatriot.com.
0: Get $3,000 in furniture for just $1,500 through this special offer from Box Drop Furniture and this station. There's just one half-price furniture offer. Go to this station's website. Click on the half-off home makeover banner at the top of the page or call the station now. Whoa, look at all these options. You could fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream Business 1440. Top shelf choices include TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com, our free app, and
2: Radio.com
8: welcome back king banging show business 1440 all right welcome back another good song good stuff good stuff don't forget to go to spotify to find the playlist for this show and All our shows going back for uh, years, in fact, uh, at uh, Spotify. Uh, Look for um, uh, KYCR underscore studio in the search box. Uh, Look for it's Spotify colon user colon KYCR underscore studio. Uh, If you go in there, you'll find the playlist for all our shows here on Business 1440. Thank you for listening today. Um, I'm going to let's. Let me play Cudlow one more time, because I really want to listen to this a little bit to be sure I'm not being unfair to him. I, I like Larry Kudlow, uh, so I want to be sure I, I've heard this right. Uh, be, be there with the pause button, please, Wyatt. I do. I mean, look, a
10: whole variety of indicators, uh, including jobs and employment. Retail sales is a blowout. One after another, uh, housing demand is very strong. Uh, traveling with the Apple Mobility Index is very strong. New business. Stop. All
8: right, he cited about four or five statistics, and this is Larry's. This is Larry's thing, right? But those are not all equally good statistics, right? Um, I just had Don comment about uh, an article I I uh, tweeted uh, yesterday by Peter Zihan who has some really good work in geopolitics and looking at, looking at case rates and so forth. There's a lot of focus on cases right now. I said before, I don't know that that data is particularly reliable. The thing that I'm watching right now is the number of new tests with positive results. You cannot, you cannot deny the fact that since about, uh, about the middle of June, that number has slowly and steadily crept upwards you have to be concerned by that it's now it's now a two week it's now about a two week trend and i'm concerned about that that's why i do wonder about the baseball season's why i do wonder whether or not they can pull off the bubble city in orlando for the nba i wonder about those things right but there's other things about that data that 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 are concerning so the apple mobility app i have no idea what that data means We've never really used that before. We've never had retail sales measures where you have have closeouts and then people coming back, you know, so you you, you drop down maybe nearly 20 percent in retail sales. You got 8 percent back. whoop de doo uh, I'm not sure what the heck that means. I think you ought to be a little more careful, Larry, with the story. Continue, please. Uh, Applications, very strong.
10: Actually, business opening now, uh, small business, uh, almost 80% have reopened
8: one way or another. uh... Stop. They've reopened. Now, the question is, how long will they stay open? I'm super concerned, for example, about those bars in Texas, which got closed yesterday by Governor Abbott, because the rising cases in in, in his state have been extraordinarily high can you survive a second closing can you survive or a redu- you know or can you survive your restaurant was up to say 50% capacity and now we're going to pull it back to 25 or things like that just because they're they've reopened doesn't mean they're going to live continue Uh, Shipping, trucking, I notice on some of the private sector
10: surveys. So, yeah, I I think you can see the V right now. And I think once we get into the summer months and the third quarter data, we'll probably be looking at a 20 percent growth snapback in Q3 and Q4. And hopefully something like 20
8: percent Q3 is almost cooked in the books. That's the first part of the reverse radical. But to say that you're going to then get the get that to go to the second half to the extra twenty percent in Q four is is mind boggling. It's possible, uh, sure, it's possible. But he doesn't have enough information to say that. And then he because he wants to say what he says next. Go ahead and finish the finish the clip.
10: Five percent in the first quarter of next year. Which Maria, the reason I mentioned that that would get us back to the peak of uh, the economy in late 2019. So it won't take five or six years.
8: Wow. Right. Wow. Okay, I would say wow, too, because my reaction was, Larry, I don't think you can say that. Okay? But that's the V story. And if, if it turns out we return back to the 2019 peak in the first quarter of 2021, the late 2019 peak and in, in the first quarter of 2021 hopefully i still have a radio program and i'll come on here and i will eat my hat and i mean literally although i will request sriracha because everything goes better with sriracha but hello sriracha potential sponsor come on but i will say i don't think that's going to happen and the economy can be bouncing back and doing really nicely without us getting back to that. So you can't have a slow swoosh on the one hand and still think you're coming back to all, the way to all the way to where we were at the end of 2019. And I don't think a reverse radical does that either. The shape of this recession is still to be determined, but it's going to be determined well into 21 and maybe even into 2022. We'll be back after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Here's a few of the
0: amazing deals through our half-off home makeover. Ah, yes, the half-off home makeover radar is picking up some really massive savings this week. Okay, there's no deal radar, but if there were, it would be showing a front of 50% off savings coming in. That includes a red-hot 2012 Hyundai Elantra from Invergrove Hyundai. Edmunds Expert Review says, thanks to head-turning styling, a fuel-efficient engine, and a long list of standard safety features, the 2012 Hyundai Elantra is a top pick for a small sedan. And you can drive it away today for 50% off. Stay cool and comfortable in the shade with a motorized, remote-control retractable awning. Installed by the pros at Minnesota Eco Builder, its rust-proof hardware and fade-resistant fabric will have you sipping a delicious iced tea on the back patio in comfort for years to come. Without the sunburn, of course. Expecting rain? Well, they've got you covered literally in that case, too. These deals are first come, first serve. So drop by twincitiesbusinessradio.com today. We're here with another satisfied JTR roofing customer.
2: What did your home need? We needed an exteriors update. We needed roofing, siding, um, entry doors, and our storm doors replaced.
1: Why did you choose JTR Roofing?
2: After meeting with their sales team and looking at the products that they were offering as well as the warranty, it was an easy choice to choose JTR. What did you think of the work JTR did? The job was completed in a timely manner. The crews were very professional and the workmanship was outstanding. We didn't have any surprises along the way or on our final bill. JTR was very knowledgeable and made it very comfortable from start to finish. Our house looks great. We received multiple compliments from friends and family. I was 100% satisfied with the work from JTR.
6: Go to JTRRoofingInc.com to set up your no-obligation consultation. That's (laughs) JTRRoofingInc.com. Did you know my mom's going to have a baby? She is. Will it be a boy? Or will it be a girl? We don't know yet, but we heard the heartbeat, and my dad said this is going to be someone very special. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational.